relax, you're with us. Whose holidays of the era? Pull up a deck chair and sit back, relax. It's time for your favorite cruise hour. You're on board, just cruising. Whether you're dreaming of your first cruise or planning your next one, join Larry Jackson as he explores the magical world of cruising. To launch today's cruise, here's Larry Jackson. Good afternoon. Aloha. A como mai and welcome aboard. I'm Larry Jackson, owner of Cruise Holidays of Vieira, and I'll be your cruise director for this week's edition of our radio magazine that's all about the magical world of travel. Welcome and thank you for joining us. Hope your weekend is going well. You're recharging your batteries and relaxing. Uh, joining me in the studio this afternoon is the producer of Just Cruising, George Medina. Hi, George. Hey, Larry. How you doing? Uh, very good. I hope you are having a good week, too. Oh, it's a beautiful week. How about you? <laughs> the we- Wow, this weather is awesome. It is, isn't it? <laughs> On today's show, we're going to review the news of the week. That's going to be fairly brief because there wasn't a lot of it. Then we're going to tell you about cruising to Hawaii, the 50th state. I'll be sharing with you some details of our annual cruise tour that we take to Hawaii. We don't have a date for it yet because things are just now starting to recover in Hawaii, and getting back to semi-normal. But we'll tell you what the cruise is like and give you an idea. And maybe when we get the dates, you'll be able to join us. And after that, we will share some more tips about cruising with you from our experience of uh, being out in the world and cruising. Before we get started, I wanted to let you know about a programming note. Uh, Linda and I are leaving on Monday morning for a a 10-day Caribbean cruise aboard Celebrity Millennium. So next week's show will be a best-of show. The cruise we're going to be taking, and we're going to be escorting 60 folks on the 16th Annual Military Officers Association Cape Canaveral fundraising cruise for their scholarship fund. Now, this is our 16th, and over the over this one and the previous 15, we raised about $35,000 for the scholarship fund for the Military Officers Association. And I tell you about this because... Uh, there is a great deal of power in doing group cruises and using them to raise money for your 501c3 nonprofit organization. And the way it works is that the cruise lines will make a donation depending on what the cruise is and how long it is and things like that. The amount of the donation that the cruise lines will make directly to your 501c3 depending on how many cabins you book and the, the amount of cabin or the number of cabins that actually sail. The minimum would be eight cabins you have to have in order to qualify for this. So if you're interested and your group's interested, and it it works best for for larger groups that have a lot of members who cruise regularly, those are the ones that have the most success with fundraising cruises. But please give us a call at Cruise Holidays of Vieira, 321-242-1331, and we'll be happy to come to your group and tell them all about group cruising and fundraising. For our cruise, we're going to be taking a bus down to Fort Lauderdale, actually two buses down to Fort Lauderdale on Monday morning. And as I said, we'll be boarding the Celebrity Millennium. Uh, This is a ship that we've been on already twice since June of last year. She's a great, great ship. She's one of the smaller of the Celebrity Cruise Line's ships. And uh, we'll be cruising off to... Uh, Plata, I'm sorry, Puerto Plata in Dominican Republic. We're going to Puerto Rico, St. Croix, Antigua, St. Kitts, and St. Martin, and we'll be gone 10 days. 
So next week, best of show, and George will be taking care of that for us. All right, let's get started with the news of the week. And the big story here in Melbourne, Port Canaveral, that part of the world, was one of our home-ported ships, the Norwegian Escape, uh, had a little bit of problem in the port. I just uh, mentioned to you Puerto Plata and the Dominican Republic. She ran aground. Uh, the Norwegian Escape on uh, Monday, March 12th, ran aground. She hit a, what do they call it, a sea bank due to high winds. And that was on their March 12th cruise. They, it was their first port of call on a seven-night cruise. And after they hit the, uh, it happened about 12.45 in the morning, 12.45 a.m., and they were able to get some tugs. The tide came in, and they were able to float the Norwegian Escape off of the sandbar that they were stuck on. They then returned to the dock in uh, Puerto Plata, and uh, they are assessing the damage. Apparently, the damage seems to be fairly minor, but they canceled the rest of the crew. Cruise, I'm sorry, they're taking all the passengers off the ship, those who had air booked with Norwegian cruise lines are being flown home from the Dominican Republic to wherever they came from. Those who did not have air booked with Norwegian cruise lines or booked uh, or no air at all were being flown back to Orlando to uh, be shuttled over to Port Canaveral to pick up their cars or to take flights out, but they were going to have to make their own flight arrangements if they flew in. So everybody is uh, back, and the March 19th cruise of the escape from here in Port Canaveral was canceled. Now, this is one of the reasons I bring this up is this is a good example of why you need to have travel insurance. And and I need to tell you about we've been, after the COVID pandemic, we've been rethinking our attitude towards travel insurance because most of the cruise lines have cancellation policies that let us cancel the cruises on a very short order. So we're not so concerned about purchasing travel insurance in order to cover cancellation, which is very expensive because you're covering, the insurance is covering the whole cost of the cruise. So what we've been asking or suggesting that our clients buy are what we call pack-and-go insurance policies and these are policies they're they're much less expensive because they're just covering uh, things that such as if you had to have a medical evacuation you fell ill in a foreign country one of the Caribbean islands and we had to have a special jet go charter jet go down and pick you up these can be very expensive twenty five to fifty thousand dollars so these policies we purchase cover those types of contingency they also cover what happened with these folks and that's if your cruise gets interrupted for any reason, in this case, running into a sandbar or let's say you had an emergency or a death in the family back home and you needed to get back home, these insurance policies would cover that. So a word to the wise, you should have some sort of uh, medical evacuation, trip interruption. These policies also cover misconnections. If you're flying to a cruise and something goes wrong, the airplane breaks and you can't get there on time, these policies will cover that. So the pack-and-go travel insurance, or you can use the cruise lines travel insurance, but please have some sort of policy when you're going out of the country to cover you for really, this was really unforeseen for these folks uh, as far as uh, the the cruise. Everything was going fine until they hit the sandbar. So, uh, again, Cruise Holidays of Vieira is uh, your 
uh, travel boutique store located in the Vieira, Melbourne area of Florida. We're available to you at 321-242-1331 or on our website, justcruisingvieira.com. We believe now more than ever you need to plan your cruise with the aid of a trip advisor for things like trip insurance because, again, it is changing. The COVID protocols are constantly changing, and we keep track of all of those. We also keep track and stay up to speed on what the cancellation policies are for all the different cruise lines. And then if you have to cancel the cruise or anything goes wrong, we're there with you to help you to uh, remedy the situation. Cruise Holidays of Vieira, uh, locally owned, family owned, and operated. So please give us a call. Well, just to give you an idea of what uh, our week was like, and this is good news, uh, let me read you some of the headlines on the news stories that we had come across the computer this week. First one, Italy to to begin easing COVID restrictions on April 1st. Another headline, Aruba to lift all entry requirements March 19th. Australia welcoming back international travel. Antigua and Barbuda Barbuda lift travel testing requirements. So you can see the trend of what's going on. Things are starting to ease up. Travel is getting more and more uh, easy to do. And uh, we will be there to stand by and help you. Well, the band is here, and that means our first port of call is coming up. We're going to run ashore for a very brief timeout. Please join us on the other side, and we'll talk some more news of the week. You know you want to take that cruise. Call the Cruise Holidays of Vieira office now at 321-242-1331 or toll-free at 866-291-1331. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for coming back and joining us. Well, continuing on with the news of the week that uh, came across the old computer monitor, another good piece, of, another piece of good news. And this headline is CDC lowers health warning for cruise ships to level two moderate. Uh, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention on March 14th lowered the COVID-19 travel health notice for cruise ships to level two, which is considered moderate risk. Now, uh, I'm going to read you the uh, quote from the CDC from their press release. Now, that doesn't mean I believe a word of this. I'm just telling you what the CDC said. They said, quote, getting vaccinated is still the best way to protect yourself from severe disease, slow the spread of COVID-19, and reduce the number of new variants. For travelers booking cruise travel now, be aware that the level may may change as COVID-19 pandemic evolves it may be different by the time of your cruise the cdc also said cruise travel should be avoided for those who are not quote up to date with covid 19 vaccines and are at increased risk of severe illness from covid 19 Uh, the cdc does recommend wearing a mask during a cruise when indoors outside of your cabin now none of this changes what the protocols are that we have in place from the cruise lines. And they're, they're basically this. You need to be vaccinated with two vaccinations, unless it's Johnson & Johnson, with the one-dose vaccination. 
uh, you need to have a negative uh, antigen test within two days of boarding the, the cruise, and you do not have to wear a mask while you're indoors on the ship, except for the casinos and the theaters. The crew members are fully vaccinated. They're always on the ship. They don't ever leave the ship at ports of call, and the crew members all wear masks. So that's pretty much where we've been for the last four to six weeks, and that hasn't changed by the CDC change from um, basically they had a level four high risk, and they've reduced that to a level two, uh, uh, as Bill Mitt calls DEFCON 2, uh, level of risk for taking a cruise. Uh, we believe at cruise holidays of year that you have uh, almost no risk of contracting COVID on a cruise ship, especially if you've already had it. And uh, we point back to since June of 2020, uh, 2021, we've sailed with Royal Caribbean alone has sailed 1.3 million passengers, has had less than 1,200 cases of pos- positive tests of COVID on board or uh, disembarking the ship, and none of those people had symptoms or had to be hospitalized. So we believe that cruising is entirely safe in the the wake of all the COVID outbreak. All right. uh, You may have gotten an invoice from a cruise line, either where you book directly, which is a naughty thing to do. No, 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 no. You need to be booking with the cruise holidays of Vieira. And by the way, did you know that when you book directly with the cruise lines, you pay commissions and you pay the same cost, the same amount of cruise fare that you would pay if you went with a travel agency? The difference is the commissions that you're paying are kept by the cruise lines and they're not being paid to a travel agent and going into the local economy. So you're not saving yourself any money by booking directly. And if COVID comes back or we have another situation that causes us to have to cancel cruises, you would be very happy if you had a travel advisor helping you get that money back as opposed to trying to call 800 numbers with the rest of the world when that happens. So we invite you to call us at Cruise Holidays of Vieira, 321-242-1331, or Google us, Cruise Holidays of Vieira. That'll take you to our webpage, which is just com. Well, anyway, if you've received an invoice from a cruise line, You'll see a little note somewhere on that invoice that says, if in the event that Texas crude oil goes above $70 a barrel, we reserve the right to add a surcharge. And that disclaimer has been on cruise invoices for a long, long time. We can't even remember when they first started putting it on. We believe it was about seven or eight years ago. For most of the, for 90% of that time, oil never got above $70 a barrel. Only in the last few months and weeks has it gone as high as 130 and it's now approaching 100 again. But there's no plans by any of the cruise lines to reimpose a surcharge because oil has gone up. It doesn't make very much sense for them to do that when they're doing everything they can to get you back onto the ships to increase your confidence that it's safe to cruise, and they're not going to be raising prices for the price of oil. That's just one of the costs of doing business that they're going to have to abide by. So please don't worry about that. Uh, Also, we have talked in several editions of Just Cruising about Royal Caribbean's new private island called A Perfect Day at Coco Cay, and we've told you they've greatly enhanced the island. If you haven't 
been there in a few years, uh, the first thing you'll notice is that it has a pier now. We don't have to get on board light boats and tender into the island. We can now dock, and that helps us get to the island more often. We don't have to worry about high winds and high surf. And uh, they have a lot of new uh, offerings on the island. There's a huge saltwater pool, swimming pool. They have a tethered helium balloon that goes up, uh, I believe it's 40 feet in the air. We went on it the last time we were on the island. It's really a lot of fun. And now Royal Caribbean is going to be adding an adults-only beach to the uh, island. And this is not going to be the first island, uh, private island to have an adults-only beach area. The other one is Disney, and they, the name of their island is Castaway K. And they have had uh, an adults-only beach for a long time. It's on one part of the island where the family's areas is on the other part. And it has its own buffet and its own bar. So uh, I think this is a trend we're going to be seeing on more and more of the private islands. Uh, the private islands are getting beefed up, and uh, more and more cruise lines are spending money on them. Uh, just one other quick piece of news. We were talking last week on Just Cruising about cruising here in America on the American rivers. And we told you that Viking Cruise Lines was going to be coming. And their first Mississippi River ship boat uh, floated out this week, and it's getting ready for its June debut. On March 7th, the 386-guest Viking Mississippi touched water for the first time at the Edison Chuist Offshore's Louisiana Shipyard in Huma, Louisiana. Uh, All of the Viking boats will have 193 cabins. All of them will be outside. The boat is built for, is purpose built for the Mississippi River, and they'll have seven stateroom categories ranging from 284 square feet to 1,024. And if you'd like to explore cruising in America on the Mississippi River with Viking Cruise Lines, please give us a call at Cruise Holidays of Vieira, and we'll be happy to give you all the information you need and assist you with making that booking. Again, our phone number is 321-242-1331. Let's talk about Hawaii. We'll talk about the 50th state. Uh, at the beginning of our show, you'll notice I say aloha and a komamai. A komamai means welcome and come in in Hawaiian. Aloha, of course, means a lot of different things. The reason we do that is because we have a a very large affinity with Hawaii. Linda and I both live there. Linda is my lovely and gracious wife and the co-owner of Cruise Holidays of Vieira. We lived in Hawaii for over 25 years before coming here to Florida. Uh, We go back to the islands as as, as many times as we can, usually one to two to three times a year. Uh, prior to COVID, that kind of uh, put a squash on us going to the islands. And we do that because our grandchildren and our children still live there along with assorted brothers, sisters, nephews, nieces, etc. So we are very familiar with the islands. On top of that, when we lived in the islands, one of my jobs was to plan weekend getaways for a large financial firm. And so we got to know all the various neighbor islands, or we used to call them outer islands, now the the PC way is to call them the neighbor islands. 
So if you're thinking about going to Hawaii, Cruise Holidays of Vieira is your best choice for people who know the islands, who stay up to date on Hawaii, and who can best advise you on whatever type of vacation you want to take in the Hawaiian Islands. We can help you. We have extensive knowledge that we stay up to date on. So once a year, sometimes twice a year, we take a 10-day cruise tour out to the islands, and we escort 20 guests, and we keep the group small at 20 for a variety of different reasons, mainly because of the buses that we use in Hawaii. We go out for three days that we spend on land on, a, on the island of Oahu, which is where Honolulu is. And then we board the Pride of America, Norwegian Cruise Line's uh, purpose-built ship. She's the only American flag ship in the world, which allows us to cruise for seven days exclusively in the Hawaiian Islands without having to leave the Hawaiian Islands to go to a, an international port. And this is the only ship that's capable of doing that. And we escort this and plan unique uh, excursions on each of the islands. We do things that you can't do really without going with us. So um, we will give you a little bit more, we'll give you a lot more information about our Hawaii cruise tours right after we stop for this very brief time out. And the Sons of Makaha are here, and we'll be right back and let's explore the Hawaiian Islands on our cruise tour. See you then. Jackson. Hi there. Hope your Saturday's going well. Reminder that you can listen to our podcast if you missed a show or you missed a portion of the show. And we're available on all the major podcast sites, Spotify, Apple Store, Android. Anywhere you get a podcast, you can get us. Uh, the best way, uh, iHeart, the iHeart app is another good way to get our podcast. And when you're searching for our podcast, put in Larry Jackson, Just Cruising. There's a lot of different Just Cruisings out there. So Larry Jackson, Just Cruising, and that should bring up a podcast for you. And we ask that when you do listen to the podcast, please subscribe to it. And that way you'll be notified when we post our new podcast. We usually have them up on Monday afternoon after this Saturday show. And also we would ask you if you have friends, neighbors, uh, family that cruise to tell them about Just Cruising. Tell them about the show every Saturday afternoon at 3 p.m. or on the podcast 24-7. Thank you. We appreciate that. Well, we're talking about our cruise tour to Hawaii. And I'll start with an overview of what the cruise tour is like. And then I'll go into a little bit more detail on a day-by-day basis. We fly out of Florida, usually out of Orlando, sometimes out of Melbourne. Uh, to Atlanta, and if possible, we try to take the Atlanta direct Honolulu flight. It's about an 11-and-a-half-hour, 12-hour flight. Sometimes we have to stop in L.A. Uh, to refuel and then on to, on to uh, Honolulu. And we usually leave on Wednesday afternoon, and uh, then we get to Hawaii in the early afternoon. We're going to spend basically three, between three and four days on the island of Oahu. We'll be doing some touring there, and then we'll be boarding the Norwegian Cruise Line ship 
called the uh, Pride of America. And as I said earlier, she's the only American flagship in the world. Uh, all of our other ships are flagged in foreign countries. All of our other cruise ships are flagged in foreign countries. And because of the Jones Act and the Passenger Safety, Passenger Vehicle Safety Act, uh, being American flagged, she is able to cruise all within one part of the United States without having to go to an international port. We board the ship on Saturday evening after doing our tours and the things that we do on Oahu. We cruise over uh, from Oahu on Saturday night and Sunday morning. We arrive in Maui uh, at Kahului. And uh, we spend the day and the night, spend the night in Maui, and then leave the next evening from Maui about 7 o'clock. So two, two days, two full days in Maui. From Maui, we cruise over to the big island of Hawaii. Our first stop there, we'll make two stops on the island of Hawaii. Our first one is Hilo, and that's on the southeast corner of the island. And then the following day, we cruise around to the other side of the island to a place called Kona or Kailua Kona that you might have seen. Uh, if you ever if you ever watch Wheel of Fortune's shows when they are filming in Hawaii, they film in a place called Waikoloa, and that's that's there in Kona. Uh, after we leave Kona, we spend the day in Kona, and then that evening we cruise over to the island of Kauai, and we dock at a my favorite port of call in the whole world. I think the name of it is Nawili Wili. Isn't that a great Nawili Wili Kauai? And we port there and we spend the whole day, the evening, and then the next afternoon around noon or one o'clock we leave and then sail back to Oahu where we get back on Saturday morning. We do some more touring on Oahu and then we get on an airplane that evening around 3 to 5 o'clock, fly overnight, and get back to Orlando about the next morning around 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning. So that's a quick overview just to give you a little, a few details uh, of what's going on. And, and again, if you're just joining us, we're talking about our, our 10, 11-day cruise tour. We vary the dates and the times depending on what's going on with the hotels, pricing and things like that and on Oahu. So we're talking about our our 10-day cruise tour to Hawaii, three days of land, and then seven days on board the Pride of America. When we arrive in Honolulu, uh, let's say let's say we're going on our normal Wednesday uh, flight. We'll get into Hawaii around 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and then we'll be met by our, our private bus, which will take us to the Moana Surfrider Hotel. Now, this hotel we picked out because it's the oldest hotel, second oldest hotel in Hawaii, the oldest hotel on Oahu, and it's a very much a retro hotel, although it's very modern rooms and very modern fixtures and things like that. The hotel lobby uh, is very reminiscent of the way Hawaii was back before we had jet airplanes. Matter of fact, Robert Louis Stevenson stayed in this hotel. Uh, it has the koa wood rocking chairs on the front lanai. It has a huge banyan tree in the back, and it has one of only two private beaches on Oahu uh, out the rear of the hotel. So that's going to be our home for our stay on Oahu. On Thursday morning, we, we get up and we, again, get in our private 20-passenger bus, and we take a tour of Oahu. We go up through the center of the island to the Dole Plantation, and we get uh, smart about pineapples. The Dole Pineapple Plantation is all about what's going on with pineapples. And they have a gift shop there 
that if uh, is all things pineapple. It's an unbelievable place. If it's made or uh, even thought about pineapples, Dole has it. Then we go around to uh, the North Shore, and this is where all the famous surfing beaches are. And we go to a town called Holly Eva. Uh, we see the the little town there and do some shopping, and then we do something very unique. We have lunch at a shrimp truck, and this is a lunch wagon that's located in the aquaculture raising area of Oahu, and we have lunch uh, out under a covered area on a picnic table. Uh, we bring our own wine, so it's nice, and uh, you get a real true flavor of something very few tourists get to do, and that's eat uh, a shrimp plate lunch. Uh, up on the North Shore. And then we go to the Polynesian Culture Center. And if you're not familiar with this, it's a area that the Mormon Church developed, and it contains the villages of uh, eight different islands, such as Samoa, Fiji, uh, uh, the Hawaiian Islands, and those those islands, Tonga, in the, in the Pacific area. And the folks that man the villages are folks from those islands and their students at BYU uh, uh, Hawaii and that's how they earn their tuition and their airfare back and forth to their island so we spend the afternoon going through all the different villages seeing the culture the music the food the history of the different islands in Polynesia we're back to our hotel that evening the next day is a day, Friday is a day of leisure where you can do whatever you want to. You can go over to Diamond Head and take a, a leisurely hike over there. You can go down to Ala Moana Shopping Center and go shopping. And we're there to advise you on everything. One of the things we do that evening is we go to a place called the House Without a Key at the Holly Kalani Hotel. Uh, we go out on the grass where uh, on one side of you is Diamond Head, and then on the other side is the sunset uh, across the Waianae Mountains. Uh, a trio from a Hawaiian band plays, and then a former Miss Hawaii does the hula underneath, underneath a kiawe tree. So that's a really nice evening. Again, something most tourists will never see when they go to Hawaii. Then, on, uh, again, we said on Friday is your day off. Saturday, we again board our small bus, and we tour some of these in interior parts of Oahu. We go up to the Pali Lookout where we look at the windward and we can see both sides of the island, the windward and the leeward sides. Then we go up to Mount Talanus where we get a great view of looking down on Honolulu. And then a very unique and a very special tour, we go to the Iolani Palace, which is the only royal palace on American soil. It was built by King Kalakaua. Uh, in the 1890s, just before the overthrow of the monarchy, when his sister lived there and was actually taken prisoner and kept as a prisoner in the, in her own palace. And we tour and actually see the room where she was in prison. So that's uh, how we spend the morning and the early afternoon on Oahu. We board our ship that evening and sail away from Oahu at about 7 o'clock. Once again, uh, if you're just joining us, you're on board Just Cruising our weekly radio magazine that's about travel and cruising. We're recounting our Hawaii cruise tour, our three days of land and seven-day cruise around the islands with myself, Larry Jackson, and my wife, Linda Jackson. We escort the, the cruise. Well, we're off to Maui. When we get to Maui, uh, I'm just going to tell you quickly the tours we take. We go up to Haleakala, which is a crater at a 10,000-foot elevation. It's uh, so far still an extinct volcanic 
crater, but it has some of the most beautiful colors that you've ever seen of the different lava uh, flows. And from uh, on a clear day, we can actually see two or sometimes three other islands from there. We come down from the crater and we go back to the ship and change clothes. And that night we go to a very special luau. It's the old Lahaina luau, which is in a low old whaling town up on the north shore of Maui. And we, Linda and I have been to every uh, luau, commercial luau in the islands. And we picked this one because it is the best. And when you go with us, you'll find out why. Uh, we're back to the ship that evening. The next morning, we're off onto a really neat and unique excursion where we take the road to Hana. This is a, uh, it's about a 46-mile road. It has something like 60 or 70 switchbacks and, I don't know, 10 or 15 one-lane bridges. And it is a spectacular drive through the rainforest of Hawaii. Along the way, we stop at a pink sand beach, a black sand beach, and we have uh, a plate lunch at a lunch wagon. Well, we'll uh, tell you just a little bit more about our uh, cruise tour to Hawaii when we come back. So please join us. Uh, we've got just a little bit to fi- finish up on the, on our tour. And then we'll give you just a couple of cruises, or I'm sorry, a couple of tips about taking with you on your next cruise. So please come back and join us. Talking about Hawaii, we are giving you some details about our cruise tour that we take every year to Hawaii. Again, three, four days on the island of Oahu, followed seven by seven days of cruising around the islands. And when we left you, we had just finished our trip to the road to Hana, on the road to Hana, on Maui. And we are sailing out to Hilo on the big island, and the big islands appropriately is also named Hawaii. It's just, it's confusing for a lot of people, but the island itself is named Hawaii. And we go to a, a little town called Hilo, one of my favorite places in the whole world. It's it's uh, very much, uh, again, a retro place. It's like going back in time to the 50s. Uh, Hilo hasn't changed a lot since then, and that's the charming part about it. But it is also the our jumping-off point, point for going to the Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. And it is the the Hawaii Volcano National Park is the home to some volcanoes and craters that are the longest constantly erupting uh, volcanoes that we have on record. And uh, we will be taking our private bus up. It's about a forty five minute drive from from the pier up into the to the Volcano National Park itself. Along the way, we're going to stop at an orchid farm. So uh, it's called uh, Akazuko, and they have a magnificent collection of orchids there, and it's really fun, and and you can mail them home. So we have a good time on the way. We we tour the volcanoes. We have a private guide, uh, mostly a 
Most of them are trained volcanologists. And uh, it's a very fascinating place, the Volcano National Park. We eat lunch at a place called the Hawaii Volcanoes uh, uh, Hotel. And it is the oldest hotel in Hawaii dating back to the 1870s. And we overlook the crater, and it's you can actually see the smoke plumes coming out of the eruption while we're eating lunch. So that's a really neat um, part of the tour. And then we go come back down to the ship. We stop at the Mauna Loa macadamia nut factory and farms to see how uh, macadamia nuts are grown and pick up some souvenirs for home and have some macadamia, macadamia nut ice cream, which is really delicious. We reboard our ship, the Pride of America, and we sail around the island to Kona. And sometimes if the volcano is actively erupting, it'll have a lava flow that comes down the side of the mountain, and the captain will actually cruise past that lava flow so that you can see it coming off the mountain. And that, that's an interesting part of our trip around to Kona. Uh, we go to, when we get to Kona, we again have another chartered private bus, a 20-passenger bus, and that's the reason we limit our tours to, to 20 folks. And then we're off to the northwest end of the island to a place called Havi, which is the birthplace of King Kamehameha I, the unifier of the Hawaiian Islands. And we spend the morning and the afternoon up in that part of the island. It's a very fascinating part of the island. We cruise or we take our bus past the two highest peaks, Mauna Loa and Mauna Kea, which when measured from the bottom of the mountain, they're about um, 20,000 feet below the surface up to the top. It's the, they are the highest or the biggest mountains in uh, all of this part of the world. We reboard the ship in Kona, and then we cruise around over to Kauai. And the Kauai is the, the flower island, and uh, it's a beautiful island. There's been 66 films that were filmed on the island of Kauai, you might have seen Jurassic Park, uh, South Pacific. Those movies were all filmed on Kauai, and we're going to take a tour there of those different locations, film locations on the island. And that's how we'll spend most of our day on Friday. And then that night, uh, we stay on the ship because the rest of the ship goes on a luau, and it's really nice because we've already been on our luau, and we have the whole run of the ship that evening just to ourselves. The next morning, on uh, I'm sorry, that was Thursday. On Friday morning, we go up to Waimea Canyon, which is known as the Grand Canyon of the Pacific. Beautiful scenery. We go up early in the morning so that we avoid the tour buses and the other tourists, and then we come back, sail away. And this is probably the best part of the whole cruise. We leave our harbor in Nawiliwili and cruise around to the Napali Coast, which is a coastline that's only accessible by boat. And it has large cliffs, and that's Pali is cliff in Hawaiian. And we cruise for about two and a half hours going northbound, and then the captain turns the ship around and we come back down. But the light to catch the best colors of the Napali coast happens in the early afternoon, which is when he's heading up northbound. And that's where we try to position your cabins on the port side so that you get the best view of the Napali coast. We go to sleep that night, and the next morning we wake up on Oahu, cruising into Honolulu Harbor, and we disembark the ship with our baggage, and we go off to Pearl Harbor, and we spend the morning 
touring Pearl Harbor. We go out to the Arizona Memorial and see the different museums that are in place at the National Memorial of the Pacific. And then we go over to Ford Island, which is right next door to the Arizona. And we have lunch at the Pacific Aviation Museum, and we get a tour and a, a private tour of the aviation museum. And it's very interesting because we learn all about the Japanese attack on Oahu. We then board the airplane that late afternoon, fly overnight, and back to Orlando or Melbourne. So that's our cruise tour in a nutshell. If you'd like more information about it, please call us at Cruise Holidays of Vieira, 321-242-1331, or go to our webpage, justcruisinviera.com. And there are places there where you can email us and say, Larry, I'm interested in your cruise tour. I want to get more information. Thank you for uh, listening to that. It's uh, one of the favorite things we do. All right. Let's uh, just a couple of quick tips here for you. Uh, when you're cruising and you have a balcony cabin, one of the things I, I like to caution you on is unless while you're out on the balcony, keep the door shut. Because if anybody comes to the door and the door to the cabin is open while the balcony cabin is open, it creates what we called in the Air Force a Venturi effect where the, the wind from the balcony rushes into the lower uh, air pressure of the cabin and it creates a wind tunnel that comes through. And the first thing it'll do is bring all the curtains out of the balcony and then if you got any papers or anything on the desk or the, uh, the coffee table, they're going to go blowing out the door and it's going to be hard to get the balcony, the cabin door closed again. So keep your balcony doors closed. Also remember there's no smoking allowed in any cabins or on the balconies and you can be disembarked from the ship if you violate this if you if they find out you've smoked in your cabin you can be assessed a 250 dollar fine for the cleaning of the cabin so don't smoke on our ships we have come to the end of another segment of just cruising so we're very uh, privileged that you joined us and we thank you for that and we hope you'll return again next saturday afternoon at 3 p.m And until we see you again, keep on cruising.